1: Dot com
0: hello welcome to emotional badass where moxie meets mindful i'm your host nikki eisenhower life coach and psychotherapist and on today's episode i'm discussing saying yes as a highly sensitive person So I'm the boundaries expert. That's what I teach every October. And I talk a lot about the power of no and no as a necessary learning. And it really is for highly sensitive people. In our healing path, we learn to say no to toxicity, no to drama, no to playing it small, no to the inner critic, no to hiding, no to dysfunctional people pleasing, no to manipulation, no to what doesn't serve no is a very big part of the work and so is yes and today i want to talk to you a little bit about yes this is one of those episodes where i just kind of don't know where it's gonna go but i feel the intuitive call to talk about yes yes really has saved my life admittedly it may be the silver lining of people-pleasing That we can begin to yes just out of simply not knowing how to say no. But as I continued to grow, as I continued to get to know myself, as I continued to learn what boundaries were and what people-pleasing and codependency and recovery really meant to me, the person, to what I would have to do, how I would have to show up differently for myself and in this life. So what began as maybe a dysfunctional yesing out of not knowing how to know shifted over time into healthier and healthier and healthier yeses as I integrated knowing how to say no for myself. So the yeses became more pure, more authentic, more real. I meant them instead of people-pleasing them. I am a big believer that as a tribe, highly sensitive people and survivors, that we were naturally born to lean in. That's why we're natural helpers. When we see struggle, like we're ready, we're there, we're ready to lean in. We don't shy away from the hard stuff. I believe that's our natural essence. It's also true that the effects of trauma or of neglect, the fears that the body and the mind can cycle on once we're traumatized, these things can make us unnaturally lean out when leaning in would grow us. So I wanted to share with you a few of the yeses that I've done that have been really big for me in my life. One of the biggest yeses, I mentioned it on a show probably a couple years ago, I was building my practice, I was brand new with self-employment, and I had some side gigs as I was growing my business. So at that time in my life, I had applied for almost every part-time gig that had anything to do with mental health or healing in, in the Houston area. And that was a lot. Maybe you resonate with that. Maybe you've been there too, where you're just mass saying, all right, I'm going to put myself out there and apply for everything. So I received an email from an organization called DBSA, Depression Bipolar Support Alliance. Now, I was very tired. I was sort of burning the candle at both ends I felt depleted. I felt frazzled. It it was really hard for me to get my bearings in Houston. Houston is a massive metropolis, and it was before we had automatic mapping on all the phones. So I was dealing with a clunky GPS and trying to get all over Houston, and this interview opportunity came in, but I thought the interview was to volunteer. I thought I had been chosen to volunteer to run support groups, and my heart kind of sank, because I was really broke. But I really knew that I needed to say yes, I needed to put myself out there. I needed to network, I needed to meet people to grow my business if I was serious about it. So with my heart sinking, wondering, is this smart for me? I want to give back. This sounds like a good organization. I think I would be good at this. But I was so broke, I didn't know if I would even have the gas money to make it if it was a volunteer gig. So I decided to show up and I'm running late and traffic was crazy and I'm frazzled and I had to pay for parking in a crazy big parking lot and I didn't know what big building to go into. So just getting more and more and more frazzled as I'm becoming late. And I'm someone that for something like an interview, I want to be a half hour early. So I was late, 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 frazzled, frazzled, frazzled and running in. I was so frazzled that when I walked in, I didn't see the name of the organization. I asked the lady and she looked at me like, who is this crazy frazzled lady coming in here? And I said, I'm looking for DBSA. And she pointed to the very obvious sign that was right in front of my face that I hadn't seen and told me where to go. Now, I sat down. This happened to be a group interview and I didn't really know what was going on. They were glad that I got there and they were lenient because Houston's famous for traffic. And I got there and they walked out of the room and I looked at the other guy there and I started figuring out and said, wait a minute, are they going to pay us for this? And he got a big twinkle in his eye and he smiled at me. He said, yes, they're going to pay us for doing this work. And I really liked his warmth and I liked his energy. And I did wind up getting that job. I ran support groups for people who were depressed, their family members, people who were bipolar. And then they promoted me to do their special populations. And then I went into schools and into an adolescent homeless shelter to run groups. And then they utilized me to help coach other professionals to be more effective with the adolescent population because some of the practitioners were struggling to deal with them. And I was having a lot of success. So yesing into that, and it paid me very well. And fit in perfectly with my schedule. Not only did that yesing give me that professional experience and that job that could help me grow my business and help me serve an adolescent population that I really wanted to serve. But in that group interview, the only other person that was there is a man that today is like the brother I always wanted. Other than Chris, he's a man that I love and trust as much. I'm so glad to this day that I said yes, and I didn't walk away from that opportunity until I explored it. I remember at one of those adolescent groups, another smaller thing that I yesed that served me was showing up at the group, and somebody in the group, one of the kids, had a big Yoda doll. Yes, Yoda And I could tell that he was bracing for me to say, okay, all right, the therapist is here. Put the toys away and get rid of Yoda. Let's get serious and let's do group. And I could tell that there was going to be resistance and drama if I did that. So I just yesed Yoda. I went, oh, good. We have a new member of the group. It's Yoda. And they got a big kick out of it. And I went with the flow. I let go of what I planned that day for them. I said, oh, we're going to do group with Yoda. So as we would talk, I would just direct the kids. We would pass Yoda around and I'd say, okay, so you just shared your point of view. What do you think Yoda would say to you about that? And so all this wisdom got to get pulled out of these kids in a way that wouldn't have happened if I had known Yoda. It's one of my favorite group memories of my whole life and such a simple, simple thing. So we don't have to resist so much when things aren't going our way. Sometimes it's a yes. Sometimes it's a better thing than we even planned. If we can just let go of the control, that part of us is highly sensitive people. That really we feel driven, like we want the plan to happen as we saw the plan in our minds unfolding. We really struggle as a tribe to allow ourselves to be flexible, to move around obstacles like water and to yes the things that get dropped into our path instead of be frightened by them. Another big yes that I did that is one of my favorite lifetime memories, when I had a very small yoga studio, I had some people that were coming from a very high-end yoga clothing store. And I had come from New Orleans, and there was a very different Yoga vibe. In New Orleans the vibe was very come with your ripped up hippy dippy clothes. And in Houston it was very like fancy posh yoga clothes. So I I felt a little out of place. I didn't own any of those clothes. And so they came to me and they said, Would you like to be in our fashion show? You'll get some free clothes out of it. And I thought, not really. (laughs) I don't I don't really don't like that kind of attention. But okay, yes, that'll be good for my yoga studio and good for my practice, get myself out there. And I went, I met with them once, they measured me, they tailored the clothes to me, and then we went again. And when I got there that day, I really thought in my mind, when I said yes to this, that I was going to be dressed in these outfits, that I was going to be standing, maybe walking in front of the store, and just basically chatting people up casually about the clothing, about what I do and then we just kind of leave and go home no big deal then i got there and started realizing oh wait this is a big thing this is a thing there were people there were cameras there was news there was a giant stage now the houston galleria is a big giant famous mall i'm not really a mall person i don't really go to malls not since i was a teenager but this is one of those malls where People travel from other countries to come and shop at this mall. There's at least one, if not more, I'm not sure I didn't check, but I know that there's one big hotel attached to this mall so you can even stay basically in this mall. So here I am putting the clothes on, wrapping my head around, wow, this is a big production. This is a big thing. I had no idea I was yesing myself into this, feeling the nerves grow. And what wound up happening, long story short, is that the store that I was modeling for, they got chosen to open Fashion Week at the Houston Galleria that year. That was the store that I was modeling for. On top of that, they decided I would go first. So I yesed my way into being the very first person to open Fashion Week and walk out on stage. I was scared, y'all. <laughs> I was really talking to myself about, remember your yoga, do not trip. I'm a really good tripper, especially in front of big giant crowds. I have lots of evidence of that in my history. I was scared. I was fluttery. I'm also someone who passes out very easily. So all of this is flooding through my mind, through my body, and then the song comes on. And it was Maroon 5's Moves Like Jagger such a sassy song, such a beat. And I get such a kick out of it because to this day that song will come on and I'm reminded that I really did that. I really did and it's a memory I get to have for the whole rest of my life.
1: Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com.
0: When we yes into things for ourselves, as scary as they are, we show ourselves who we really are. We become the life that we want Do you ever find yourself wanting to be more of a yes person? Do you ever find yourself yearning for or wondering how other people get opportunities? Almost all the big things that I've yesed in my life, I really had no concept of what I was yesing, what I was stepping into. Thank goodness, because I might not have had the courage to walk myself through it had I known some of these things. So I think there's some divine intervention. As a tribe, sensitive people, we can be very, very scared of the unknown. And we can lock down in wanting to only yes the things that we get to see what's going to happen. That's understandable. The known is certainly more appealing to our security centers than the unknown. But if we're only yesing the things that we can see with clarity, what opportunities might we miss just because we wanted the known? What if in the unknown, it doesn't just hold the scary things, the things that could go wrong? That's what trauma teaches us: to be frightened of the unknown. What if there are wonderful things in the unknown? That you can't even imagine for yourself yet. Not just the things, not just the experiences, but the experiences show us who we really are. The experiences that we, yes, show our inner children that our grown up self will show up, will challenge, will lean in, will be brave. And that's living, that's thriving. That whole only yesing the known, that's survival mode, y'all. And you don't have to get fully out of survival mode before you can yes. It's actually a flip-flop. The more that you lean into your healthy yeses, the more you will teach your body we do not have to be in survival mode. So for today's episode, we're recording at an off time that we never record because I yes into what might be if it releases don't know yet I'll let you know if it does but it might be the very first time that a national correspondent has reached out to me to be a mental health expert and that has the potential to connect more people with my work so that more people can find the show more people can figure out that they're highly sensitive or that healing their trauma is really truly possible So let's take a deep breath together to end the show. And we're all a little different, but we're all similar. So you may or may not get similar feedback from your mind and your body, your intuition, when you check in with yourself in the same way that I do. But there is most likely something inside of you or outside of you, waiting for your healthy parts, waiting for your courageous parts to yes, something. Ask yourself, is this thing right for me? Despite being tired, despite being scared, despite the big unknown that this thing might be, is it right for me to yes this or to know this? The truth of who we are is that we know. We really do know what's best for ourselves. But it's scary to admit that we actually do know. If you're totally lost by what I'm saying, that's okay. Just keep tuning in. The distinction between anxiety and overthinking versus intuition, it's available to all of us. And if you want that clarity, you can absolutely have it. Just keep going and growing. The more that you yes the good things, the good unknowns, the more you will show yourself who you really are because every single one of you listening is full of courage. That's different than feeling the feeling of courage right this second. I never really have ever felt courageous as I'm going through something that scares me. The courage doesn't come before we do the things, y'all. The courage comes after. When we get our feet on the ground, when we take that moment to take a deep breath and turn around and go, wow, I just did that. You have more courage inside of yourself than you might feel. What happens if you lean in to your healthy yeses? And on that note, I want to thank all of you who have said yes to our Patreon. Thank you for yesing us at Patreon. We are crossing our fingers. We may have hit our goal right this second. There are 252 of you in our Patreon. If no one leaves when the month rolls over, we have hit our goal of 250 of y'all. We have been working on that goal for a year and a half. Thank you so much. In the next episode, I will give some Patreon shout outs. That's part of what you get when you come onto Patreon. And if you want to come be a Patreon supporter of the show and see all of the content that we have that's exclusive for you there, our next live stream, we do one every month. The topic is codependency. So you can come join the Patreon at the $10 level and submit a question and I will answer it not just in audio, but in video. So you will get to see all of my Italian gesturing (laughs) to make my points that you can't see over the podcast. Okay. I want to thank some of you who have worked that funky iTunes algorithm to help more and more and more people find the show and say yes to learning that they're a highly sensitive person. So I want to thank Peace Police. They say, speechless, you have opened the door inside that I have been trying to get through for years without even knowing. I have so much clarity now. Nearly every episode I listen to brings tears to my eyes because it feels like you were talking to me like you were doing all of this for me. Thank you so, so, so much for dedicating your time to helping people like me. I can't tell you how much comfort I find here. You are so very welcome. And in the way energy in the universe works, I am doing it just for you because you are enough. You deserve it. And we can receive what we need, even if we haven't gotten it from our families of origin, even if life has given us a whole lot to deal with. We can heal and fill in our wounds. I want to thank Decades Queen. What a great name. Oh, she calls the show Emotional Wake-Up Call. After years and years of knowing I am a sensitive person, I now have a name for it. I am listening to this podcast in conjunction with therapy. I have struggled with my emotional intelligence ever since I was young. Now at the age of 25, I need to grow personally so adulting can be easier. I find this podcast to be a wake-up call to myself and my emotions. Oh, and she thanks me. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life to write this review for us and for other people to find the show. All right, I'll read one more, and then next time I'll do some Patreon shout-outs. I want to thank California Raisin. They say that the podcast is life-changing for highly sensitive people that I've helped you understand yourself and your life in a way that is so organic that I hardly remember who I was before I started working oh, working with me. Oh, this must be someone who works with me personally. I'm starting to live my life, not just survive it. Oh, thank you. I'm blushing. Calling me amazing in every way and a gift to HSPs. Thank you. That is... Mm. Thank you. It's in my heart. She has helped me to appreciate my strengths and differences and not see myself as damaged, thus allowing me to heal. In addition, she's helped me identify other HSPs in my life. Light and love. Thank you. Thank you. Light and love. Thank you so much for holding space for your own healing in the world. It truly is the way that we heal this world by doing our individual work, one person at a time, there is a powerful, powerful butterfly effect that you are a part of. Your energy, your wisdom, your spirit, your heart, your growth, even your mistakes are there to help you evolve. When we all take on that challenge and lean into our growth, we heal ourselves and we heal the world. And thank you for all the ways all of you have yesed this show right this very second. We are in our third anniversary. This is year four. Light and love. I will see you next time. I'm an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. And together we are where Moxie meets mindful. Bye-bye.
1: dot com.